This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Right now, uh, currently getting in the car, um, is Patrick Keene. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. Good to see you, Karen. You're so funny. I love everything about you. Your (laughs) Facebook and everything. That's a really good start. That's a really (laughs) strong start for this podcast. I like it. Patrick, we, you were, uh, it just seems like you were just walking along the street here. I'm so glad we were recording. Yeah, I was just, uh, you know, this is uh, 7th Street. I like, to, I like to stroll down here, closer to downtown. Well, it's better. funny, because we're about to do a show here at the Monty, um, this drunken story show. Do you want to get on it? We could call the guy. Yeah, we have connections. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm going to do it. Is that what you're saying? Oh, you're on the I'm show. I'm going to do the oh, show tonight. What oh, well, a, what that, a wonderful coincidence. That explains why you were walking along the street. I thought that you had gone gone back to your gigolo work <laughs> you know paramore is, is a term i like to use oh. instead of gigolo it's more romantic yeah, yeah would it i've never heard that word paramore it's just i think it's just gigolo i really think literally that's maybe i've never heard of the word because i'm not in the business myself oh that's mm. right that's right how are you are we i never know downtown quadrants are we going southwest or right we going now east? we are currently i would say southeast oh, okay nice dude um how are you? It's good. I had a blast with you in, in Montana. Oh, let's hear about it. Karen, uh, Patrick and I went to Montana together, not together, separate flights, but uh, same hotel, same uh, comedy. It was a contest. Yeah. The Big Sky Festival. Yes, yes. yes. And uh, we had fun. There's no one funnier in a van full of comics than Patrick King. Oh, oh really? Yeah, I think everyone, real like, it's funny when there's these certain situations where you just have to be funny. All, all, it doesn't matter the kind of comic you are, the kind of writer, the kind of material you are, what your headshots look like. And Patrick Kane is the winner when it comes to... Uh, he brings it every time. We were laughing so hard, just tag-teaming, oh. like, 
like a comedy duo. Well, hey, you know, likewise, you're you're fantastic. Yeah, I think with those festivals, it's tough and competitions because they only get to see you once. So it's like whatever works immediately, you know, isn't always the funniest stuff that resonates. If you've got stuff that resonates, that's not going to work in a festival. Right. It's stuff you have to think about. And you have to keep in mind that you're in rural, uh, well, all of Montana is right. rural. Uh, <laughs> it being the fourth largest state with less than a million people. Go ahead and check that. Oh. Um, <laughs> you want to not do uh, big city material, which Patrick right. and I both, we have very... Uh, Metropolitan jokes. Yeah, you're very you're highfalutin, is what I would call you as We're comedians. Top yeah. hat comics, yes. I like to call us. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> and so of, we you're had both to... the Mr. Peanuts of stand-up <laughs> comedy. That's <laughs> what I think of when I think we of your stand-up. Uh, Monocle-wearing sandwich tycoons. <laughs> it, it is tough in those markets. It I is, mean, and which is most of those. Because you're not dumbing it down. I'm not saying they're dumb. No, because like when I started doing the road, I started doing comedy in L.A., which isn't the best place to start, like the Marines, you know. But <laughs> it's the like, best place to end it. I'm discovering. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to these towns, and you're like, oh, you're still here. Like you're still at this point in evolution and mm. everything. And like stand-up comedy, you guys don't make fun of it. You know, like the process. Right, right. Which we're used to. Right. In our circle, kind they still think it's kind of a fascinating wonder. Oh yeah, they still, they still in these markets love. Hey, who here is married? Who here is single? And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and you kind of have to do that. And I think Patrick and I both, uh, we kind of have our act is built around holding a mirror up to comedy working. <laughs> Maybe not as much as someone like Andy Kindler or something, but oh, I right. do oh, like God. that yeah. in my act to be like, oh, I'm eating it right now even when I'm not. Right. But they actually will backfire there, and they're like, oh, he said he's eating it. I guess I'll stop laughing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't. They, they don't gonna... recognize. Yeah. Which is so crazy that there's... It's almost like we went backwards after... Like, what were the 90s for if, yeah. if they still don't get... I guess just big, blousy, flannel shirts. Yeah, I mean, a lot of good fashion <laughs> came out of it. I, I really... I'm so grateful for the huge holes in my knees and jeans that I wore like oh, I was yeah. a goddamn hobo. Right. So... At least that. Um, you mean in comedy. You're right, in comedy. Oh, sorry, so, sorry, sorry, No, no. But what's funny is, like, you mentioned Kindler. Kindler's Letterman sets are so good. Amazing. Like, they're so funny. Yeah. They, it's almost like the, he needs... The, that last one he did, there was a couple jokes that were so rotten, but, like, in that in the way of Andy doing right. it, it's not even about the words anymore. It's, like, very meta. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the thing that was killing me was... Children, uh, children at play. Letterman, um, yeah, there's just a family running across the street. Just a perfect silhouette, like dark. I'm in a border town. Yeah, and it's on a sign. But uh, you could hear Letterman just cackling in the background yeah. during, which you never hear. That to me, that was like the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah. Just listening to Letterman die at Andy it's Kindler's been, set. And I've said it since I started. It was always my goal in comedy to, at some point, make David Letterman laugh. And it looks like. It's not going to happen unless I just go outside his cabin, cabin in Shoto, Montana, and do something silly <laughs> is that in his where garden. It is? It's in Shoto? Yeah, yeah, I know outside exactly. of Great Falls, right next door to a guy named Bruce Lee. Oh, no. wow! Yeah, Very no relation. Um, an ex ex girlfriend of mine, current uh, wife of Bill Hader, uh, did a little uh, documentary about homesteading in Montana, and so we went to Shoto, and oh uh, she interviewed Bruce Lee because his. His uh, grandmother, great-grandmother, somebody was one of these women who moved to Montana and lived off the land as a single 
Was she uh, white? Woman. Like, is she of white descendants? Yes, okay. yes. And it was about the, uh, you know, just homesteading, uh, squatting on land, earning through making it a viable farmland, earning it. It was an interesting documentary, and this guy was part of it. And next door to him was Letterman. And it was an interesting town because Letterman bought, like, a fancy gymnasium for the high school and like there was buildings there that were beautiful and it was letterman money yeah Yeah. i hear that he does a ton of anonymous um charity donations and he just uh, nobody knows it's him doing it but he does stuff like that like you know who else does that (laughs) and it won me over on them existing is keanu reeves oh wow apparently is uh you know with anonymously giving huge amounts of money like that last Matrix movie, he gave each crew member, uh, I think, a million dollars. I wow. think it was one million. He, like, he spent $75 million of his own money. Uh, is to, that Matrix Revolutions? That terrible... I do not know which one because I've never enjoyed... Uh, all I had to do is, during the first one, see that part where he goes, okie dokie, and I <laughs> fucking <laughs> left the theater, and then I heard everyone else really liked it. How, yeah, he slow motion dives, bullets hit his nose hairs, and we all loved it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he, I heard... I think it's because I watched that movie, and I'm realizing already I've talked too much. No. Uh, <laughs> I watched that movie... When there was a deaf person in the audience and so they had the subtitles at the bottom and which were popping up moments before the lines were delivered oh. so the entire theater was laughing at Keanu Reeves because at the bottom it said okie dokie and then almost like he was reading it he'd go okie dokie <laughs> oh, and we all were laughing very hard but we wouldn't have been laughing if we'd known how many children he put little jackets on and you'd be like weeping that. openly yeah. Yeah. I was won over by Keanu Reeves recently when I heard the story of the second time he's had a female stalker break into his house in the middle of the night. Wow. He came downstairs at four in the morning and there was a woman sitting in a chair in his living room just sitting there. And he had to say, okay. Excellent. She was like, Sorry. I'm in your house. <laughs> and, and yeah. That is so, not, that's beyond. Wow. Can you Wouldn't imagine? You never stop screaming. And he, apparently he was like, okay, I have to call the cops now. You know that. And she's like, yep. And then to play he Mystic was just farming. really chill. Yeah. Yeah, he was all cool about it. He was Mr. Cool. Wow. I think he might not have the option to be any different. I because mean, emotionally he's void in that? Well, or whatever his reasons. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to say what's in another man's heart. Oh. Uh, I just know that it, there's not a lot going on. Uh, Okie dokie and yes siree, Bob <laughs> are just two terms. That's it. That let's just so let telling. that speak for it. Patrick, why do you love Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I, I don't. Is Point Break a guilty pleasure? Or no, is it, I think it's a likable movie. I right? think everyone uh, agrees that it's uh, filled with action. And oh, I love it. I think a lot of times people are laughing at it, but it's a. It's I a mean, good Swayze, movie. It's Busey, Busey's alive. Swayze's not, which is insane. Yes. Right? That's so crazy. Very yeah, strange. Is, but it's, uh, it's those teeth. Yeah, it's amazing. But it's funny what you say about you want to make Letterman laugh because. For I think a lot of comics and maybe other industry and jobs of things I don't care about, <laughs> it's more about like the high points aren't maybe being on TV, but a high point is like like Andy Kindler came up to me once at a show uh, at what the fu- whatever that holy fuck show uh-huh. on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. Afterwards, he's like, "How come I never heard of you? That was great." And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's that's bigger than to me." Yeah, you know, yeah. getting on a show. For sure. Uh, or like a Galifianakis or somebody talking about yeah. saying that to you. Because that's also like the whole, you're back in high school and you're popular all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, no matter how much we pretend we don't want that, 
we all want that. Well, and also because <clears throat> comics are the only other people that know like you do, like what the tricks are. It's easy to fall for a comedian like the first time you go see comedy, or if you're kind of new to it, there'll be people that you go like, that guy was amazing. But if you've been watching it for 20 years, you know every trick in the book, you know all the clap traps and all the bullshit people do. So a compliment from someone that knows all that and still likes your stuff oh, yeah. right. is like really the purest, yeah. you know? And that's what we were talking about with the Big Sky Fest is we watch those people kind of rise to the top and they're good comics, but they are doing not tricks, but they're just doing... Yeah, it's like, don't try that in LA or New York. Yeah, we all know why that works, but right. that's why I'm saying... But no one was making everyone laugh in the van like Patrick hey, Keene. Like I mean, Mr. Patrick Keene. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Uh, originally Toledo, Ohio. Okay. But I grew up in Orange County, California. We moved out when I was a kid. Mm. Talk about where you went to college. And I went to college in Helena, Montana, the capital. Capital of the state <laughs> I'm from. Yes. <laughs> Carroll College. That's why it was a little disappointing not to go further in that festival, too. Because I'm like, well, I went to college here. I should have a jump on people but it's comedy you know and it just doesn't have mercy <laughs> there's uh, no way yeah man there's so, just uh, no way I went there to play college football they gave me a scholarship really yeah what position uh, I was a tight end uh huh yeah uh-huh. so insert joke here into your tight end yeah that's your only choice forcefully at times he's asking you to depending on where you're from if you're a power bottom or a leather daddy or an otter. Patrick, with, uh, you, do you still, you're an athlete then. Uh, I stay in shape a little bit as much as I can, but I, I was, I think I took this body as far as it would go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My dad had higher expectations. He was a big guy. He was an athlete. And he married kind of an art drunk, like a artsy little girl who likes musicals. Art mm. drunk. And so I have some of that body. <laughs> oh, right, right. Instead of like, you know, elitist, whatever, German I don't know. Yeah, no. If, he should if have you read have, up if yeah. he wanted you to <laughs> succeed that right. way. You only want a fraction of elitist German uh, flowing through you. Yeah. Yeah. Insert joke there. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, what, what happened with football then? Uh, well, I hurt my knee, and I was done with it pretty quick. And I tried to rehabilitate for a couple of years and, and work it and work it. And it just wasn't like, you know, it was still in my head that it was injured. And so I wasn't going full speed, and I'm like, what am I doing? This is like a Division two school. I'm not going pro. And I'm now two years I haven't been playing and rehabbing, and I'm still not sure. And I was like, let's wrap this up. You know? so, so you did like uh, uh, Jackson, Bo Jackson, you just gracefully... Uh, yeah, just kind of slowly honorable excuse myself. Yeah. I think that Bo Jackson fully recovered and then realized he wasn't as fast, and he's like, you know what, maybe I'm good enough to pass... But uh, yeah, if it can't be full to speed, to be passable, I mean, not good enough to become the quarterback, <laughs> uh, but, or to pass his wife. Yeah, yeah, then make a pass at you. Um, oh, well, you could do that stuff, but yeah, it's the same, same thing, I think. Yeah, if you can't do it the full out. So you Bo Jackson from I Bo Jackson the hell comedy? out. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then I always wrote like in college, I wrote, oh, this would be a funny scene for a movie. This would be a funny scene. This would be a funny scene because I never loved like exclusive stand-ups. I like people like Bill Murray, Gene Wilder, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Performers. Um, yeah. And yeah. so so L.A. was kind of the place instead of exclusive stand-up in New York. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and now you're just trying to bring shape to it. Right. You know, and it's just so chaotic right now. It's like, what do you want to do? You know, be on network television, 
do you want to go out on auditions? Do you want to just do stand-up? Because now there's these podcasts, there's VH1 shows, there's shows like, uh, as an example, the Chelsea Handler show where you're a panelist. So there's all these different avenues. And so there's no right or wrong way to go. I think you're doing it right. I think I'm so. glad that you just got hooked on stand-up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, when it works, it's the best in performing in big cities. I just watched, I've watched three times now, I've watched Pepitone's special on Netflix. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. This is what it's like to enjoy. Because you just see so much manufactured crap. And no offense to a lot of those guys, but I'm scrolling through their specials on Netflix. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, you kind of, no. And then Pepitone's, though, really bounces, man. Well, it's, it's I need to, to me, see it's, it. it's, it's great. But it's also, that that, it's like that kind of thing of any... It, these days it feels like with the kind of UCBification of comedy and yeah. of performing good work people, with that one right that's mine <laughs> copyright trademark can I use that Are you no no no, no it's it? mine no. Um, but everyone's everyone can do it it's it's a thing that isn't this mysterious distant thing anymore yeah. so since everyone can do it it really takes a lot to stand out from the from not average because there's some great comics writing good material but having the performer performance element and like with Eddie's thing, it's just that electric, you know, it's just really happening right there. And he's really talking about the stuff he's screaming about is not a character or a bit. He's really afraid of the end of civilization. Yes. He's really afraid that the world is ending, that the world, we're all going to murder each other. Yes. The sea is poison. That, that's all real. And everyone else feels the same way. And so to see a guy screaming about it, like on your behalf, right. for me, is just a huge relief. It's like... That's what I want to do all day long. Oh, yeah. it's so, it's so liberal. Like, I would love it. If, if my dad would ever see him, he would love, you know? Like, yeah. He's just, like, multi-generational, and uh, I don't know. You try not to be a snob about comedy, but it's got to be funny, you know? And it's not just, hopefully, a popularity contest. I think comedy and funny have become two different things uh, right now. Yes. Yeah, like popular comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what is this karaoke element? Yes, it's a real, because <laughs> it's such a business. Yeah, it's I such would a... love it if one day there was comedy karaoke where you just pick your favorite comic <laughs> and you mouth the words and just sit in a chair like Bill Cosby would have done. <laughs> oh, oh God! Well, Odenkirk just had that interview. Did you see that? I saw the title of it and I didn't want to get bummed out because I didn't. I don't want someone to tell me to quit doing comedy and hear some grim side of it. Yeah. What would he say? Uh, what would he say? It's just, it's titled, I think it's titled differently. It's titled, like, Get Out of Comedy because it's about to crumble or something like that. Yeah, I didn't But really, it's that. just, it's more about, uh, it's just in a different direction, I think. And, like, for me, and, and I don't know, maybe a lot of comics feel that, like, you'll get funnier stuff out of a Breaking Bad, you know, or show than you will out of a so comedy. So he's saying, comedy. don't do stand up anymore, get a starring role in a <laughs> AMC drama? <laughs> Uh, well, that's part of it, if you can. You know, yeah. Why not just sell one of your I scripts, never thought guys? Of that. Sell one of your scripts. I never plays. thought I that I should just doing. get a lead role in just something. Just be highly successful. Yeah. That's better than comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Okay, duly noted. That's a good plan. Well, i got to pick up the phone. But there's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of comedy people don't necessarily watch comedies. I, I for one, watch a lot more movies yeah. uh, You know, than I do straight stand-up. And part of it might be jealousy about, you know, your own career. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh... Well, and also, don't... Do you ever have that thing, like, I feel like I watch less stand-up because I don't want to get... I don't want to 
later yes. on uh, write a bit that I think is amazing and it just turns out to be someone else's right, bit yeah. that I've watched. That's a, yeah, that's I've a good... definitely done that before. Yeah. And you don't want to trust one of those pe- the people that watch too much stand-up where it's like, dude, you're kind of weirding me out. Like, you yeah. like this too much. Yeah. The, the experts. That's <laughs> the big so thing There's so many names that are in my head right now, but <laughs> we don't have that kind of podcast where we talk smack. But it but really is Even like some it... of my good friends, it's just, oh, you study this. Yeah, yeah and do, do it. That's you can't be both. You uh, can't be a fan and do it. Well, also, That's just so a lot energy. of people can't do it. Like, it, I mean, there's a difference between doing it and then actually being good at it or being right. worth watching. Yeah, and I think that's the difference. Is a lot of people kind of don't. Well, we don't have to think about that part. You just do what you're trying to do. But at the end of the day, I think there's only like if there's a hundred percent of comics. Twenty percent are actually really good, yeah, and eighty percent are the other people. That I think, yeah, show. I think that's generous. <laughs> yeah, 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 and these clubs that you go around the country and these clubs push their uh, locals, and it's like, okay, they're they're okay for this market, but don't, you know, I wouldn't move to LA just yet. Yeah, guys. Yeah. You're going to get eaten alive. Yeah, um, something's going to happen. You're going to get a parking ticket, really. That's what getting eaten alive here is. Yeah. Parking in a red. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the anxiety you get in this town from parking. Like, you'll wake up on the road and, like, where's my car right now? Like, where is it? Yeah. You know, you're gone for a week or two. You're already in the fetal position. Then you look across the street and be like, oh, yeah, I did t- uh, take that second spot. I <laughs> uh, hope no one saw me. My neighbors saw me crying. Oh, I was driving on some bald wheels for a while. My tires were, you could literally see the threading underneath the rubber. They had split. I was doing that three podcasts ago <laughs> in <laughs> our studio. <laughs> and it's, uh, I just didn't realize how much I drive until my life was on the line every time I got into my car. Right, right. And it was like, oh, this is a, this is a lot of anxiety. Well, yeah. right now we're rolling smoothly, and I think that you can all um, you all attest to the fact that there isn't a lot of noise coming from these beautiful uh, Como tires. Oh, Com- you got Comos. Kumho. Com- so Kumho. Kumho. Kujo. So, do you need a ride? Brought to you by Kumho or Kumho. God, Kujo I should have learned it before we recorded this. Uh, uh, also by Lyft and Uber, we are sponsored. Back to the program. Those are very great. Lyft and Uber are fantastic, I mean, yeah, right? to get both of them, we were very happy. <laughs> I, they, uh, it's funny. I, people try to fight. It's like, what are you fighting? You're fighting progress. You're fighting something that everybody likes. Yeah. Oh, you're like, that's so anti You're talking about taxi drivers, right? Yeah. Just, Who doesn't like Lyft and Uber yeah. except for uh, taxi drivers? And well, they really had, taxi drivers had a lot of power for a long time, and it's good that they got it taken away. Yeah, time to get knocked down a peg. Yeah. Like Jake, in L.A. Jake Steinfeld from D.C. Cab. <laughs> <laughs> oh You're the God. only one here who wants to be a cab driver. That's right. <laughs> that was an amazing cast, that movie. Mr. Mr. T. Mr. T. Bill Maher was in that. Oh, God. Let's I, think, I watched that. Remember when uh, Nickelodeon used to be a movie channel? When cable first came out? No, really? Yeah. I just remember it being, you can't do that on television, yeah, and that's that it. Show. In the very early days, I believe, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was a movie channel, and it was always Silver Streak. It was always oh, the uh, Wilder Pryor yes. movies. Oh. And DC Cab. I think You're I right. watched DC Cab 20 times when I was a kid. Well, there, I can't remember where it was, but God, there was a network. It's tough to be a man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rodriguez. Uh, senior. <laughs> i got to rewatch that now. Not to be confused with P-Rod, his son, who is a professional skateboarder with oh, his really? own Nike shoe, wow. who earns more money than P-Rod Sr. Wow. ever earned. Yeah. Wow. Just That's a amazing. little side note for you guys. 
if you get a if I you get a shoe as a skateboarder, you you have many uh, cars and houses. So uh, I should have brought. I was just in Jackson Hole. I should have brought you a, uh, a ski DVD. My my brother-in-law works. He produces films. Teton, Gravity, Research. They do these ski films. I know that. Com- yeah, really. Don't yeah. tell Chris about Teton Gravity Research. Do not get off my ass, <laughs> Kane. <laughs> Really? That's yeah. Your... I had because I, I have an extra copy. He gave me a couple copies, and I gave uh, one to Leah, the girl we were with in Montana, and then I was going to give one to whoever else, and I didn't even think to bring it. Let's. Uh, well, let, where's your house? Let's go. It's on the west side. <laughs> That's right, Liv. But uh, oh, we're yeah. neighbors. We should hang out more. Yeah, we should. It's t- the west side's a weird thing if you're not in L.A. because it's just it's kind of far away from Hollywood and the Valley and a lot of gigs. Yeah, it's far away from everything. Yeah, it's very isolated. It is. But then you get to wear a lot of seersucker suits, mm-hmm. and That's you true. walk barefoot everywhere, right? <laughs> That's yeah, right. I mean, so there are benefits. Yeah. I go more southern playwright, but yeah, <laughs> either way, you're wearing a free-flowing suit. <laughs> a straw uh, hat. You're drunk on gin. <laughs> oh, God. It's the important stuff. I'm going to do this. Well, they, the tax cab drivers, they always claim, yeah, I don't have a credit card. Or we, you can't, I can't take yeah. credit. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's try and say that now. I'm going to pay yeah. you with my phone using a satellite. Yeah. Welcome to 2014. Where a not giving you a tip can be an anonymous situation. <laughs> take it. I like um, the cab drivers used to, because L.A. is such a bad place for cab drivers. But they also Anyone want to go to McDonald's? Sorry. None, none for me. Thanks. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's okay. Well, I was just going to say, they never, they always need you to tell them directions. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. And that it's like, like, they're like, well, where is that? And it's like, but you're a cab Right. Driver. You're literally yeah. offering no service right yeah. now. Except for the driving part, but come on. <laughs> so, yeah, it's in a city like LA, Uber is just conquering. But I do, do you best. like living on the west side? Uh, you know, here and there like I like waking up there. yeah the oceans there people yeah. are happy nobody works I don't yeah. think <laughs> everybody's in flip flops they're all independently barefoot. wealthy and wearing flip flops yeah and it's just I feel like I should be working hard like I'm like I don't deserve this I haven't worked hard enough I haven't achieved like these people it's, well not that they have either but you don't have flip flops I don't uh, yeah, I have some rainbows yeah. <laughs> and a male pedicure uh, it is great it keeps you healthy because you're just like wow I have to compete I mean, people are so healthy out here. Yeah. Or you, you drown. But uh, I lived in Los Feliz for years. I love that part of town. That's my kind of my favorite. Yeah, it would be nice and convenient. Yeah. Do you like where you live, Karen? I do. I used to it's live in... It's a beautiful in... neighborhood. She lives in an actual neighborhood in a real house. Oh, real? Like yeah. civilian? I, yeah. live in, I live in Burbank where oh, everyone's grandma lives, and it's great. And I used to live in Silver Lake by Los Feliz. Sure. And uh, I moved there because I thought it would be cool and hip. And those helicopters, every night oh. there was helicopters and the, the light in my backyard, and it made me crazy. I was so paranoid and scared all the time. It was just, it's such a, I just really prefer the valley. Yeah. yeah. No, it, and you can hit Hollywood for shows or whatever, meetings. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, you're in a very convenient place, Karen. Although I really You're would, in a good place. I'm in a good place for I'm this. talking spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the West Side, West Side for, um... <laughs> The positive ions. Oh, come on. It might be her last bad decision, but there's clearly been many before that. Wandering in the street haphazardly. Also, could she have looked more like Mr. Magoo? (laughs) She looks like a Chinese ghost. Oh, a Chinese ghost. Specifics. Oh, the racial specifics. The racial specifics. It's the neighborhood for it. 
James uh, James Woods Boulevard, we named still. after the popular oh, yeah. asshole actor. <laughs> I saw him on 9-11. Did you? I saw him in a bookstore on 9-11 uh, in Beverly Hills. It was crazy. Wow. It was, I don't, it was the weirdest set of circumstances. Were you I, like, oh, this is, this is someday to be reading, you callous <laughs> son of a... But looking, you, he was looking at a book of how to handle huge <laughs> shit. Yeah, but <laughs> Patrick was just looking at a magazine. His, his heart was still on the... Uh, right, still you know, on the, the incident. Yeah, the incident. Today, yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. God, yeah. let, hey, let's dive in. Let's talk about 9-11. Yeah, <laughs> let's get in there. <laughs> and then he would eventually, I think, play Giuliani in something. And I was like, oh, this is weird. He's playing well, that's funny. something that's really you relatable. Yeah, you, it's funny that I know that you didn't care about that day. You were you were elbows deep in a tale of my two cities. <laughs> tale of my two cities. It's a combination of the classic you, novel and the TV show My Two Dads. <laughs> Um, that girl was hot. She would later go on to be in that show with uh, Chrissy from Three's Company, Step by Step. Oh, and Step Patrick by Step. Duffy. Didn't we talk about Step by Step the yeah. other day? We couldn't figure family, out which one girls. it was. Yeah, it I, was. Uh, we just went straight to Seventh Heaven. Oh yeah, that's a dead guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's getting off. Apparently, Is he getting off. Put the insert joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, statute of limitations. You know, he was in the first Star Wars movie. Did you know that it was kind of a flop? Really? Yeah, it didn't go well. Oh, but he it was, was in called it. OU812 or something. <laughs> right? Didn't it have some. It was. Wasn't it his, like, student <laughs> film? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, Star the. Star Trek, um... the movie? <laughs> no. Well, they made. Wrath of Khan was a sequel and it was fantastic. Oh, I see. Star, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I'm like someone's grandpa, except uh, I, d- I haven't even fucking. So I'm, like, older than a grandpa if you I were... confuse oh, you, you Star Trek instead. You were uh, Halen the albums. THX, uh, the THX movie that George Lucas made, where they're just in the white void. Yes, right. with Duvall. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was I, gnarly. I okay. saw that when I was like seven. Oh god. Yeah, it was it was on TV one night, and oh. I was alone in the TV room, and I was I had a serious <laughs> serious breakdown. Yeah, dude, at seven, you shouldn't even know. see that at seventeen. You know? No, like, no, it was like pretty. It was a lot. Or a, <laughs> oh, who knows what. That and um, Duel, the movie oh, my, where the, the guy's being chased by the, car, the, truck? <laughs> the semi. Oh. Me and my uncle Steve watched Duel one day, uh, and I pro- I was probably six, oh. and I was just like, and we there was just no way I was going to ask to turn the channel. This was in the seventies when adults did whatever the fuck right. they wanted, and kids <laughs> had no say in anything. Oh God! And so I yeah I got I got exposed to a lot of great filmmakers at yeah. the early age. I and, can't believe in the, in the peak time. <laughs> one of the cassette. Uh, VHS tapes that we had in my movie collection when I was a kid was Clockwork Orange, and I watched it at a very young age. Did you really? Yeah, and the but, and at the time I knew I shouldn't be watching this, and I would turn it off uh, after one of the many. There's like rape scenes, full on rape scenes in it. Yeah, and I was watching that as a kid, and I'm like, well, that girl's naked, but I really don't like what's. I I think it was good that I saw it because it made me realize right away. That uh, even even if the law isn't telling me, rape is probably bad. <laughs> yeah, I decided was, that on my own. There's a gut feeling that goes along with it <laughs> yeah. that you can with either acknowledge. It. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's true though. I'm giving myself that credit. Yeah, good. But kids these days, I mean, I'm sure my nephew has seen unspeakable porn. I always think about that. It's right there at his fingertips. Yeah, he's always on the computer. You yeah, know, he's seen it. Like, don't they have locks or parental? Yeah, I'm sure my sister's on that. I don't mean to. Uh, I wonder if I. I apologize. I know my sister. She would. She would make sure he doesn't see that stuff. I mean, I mean, I had a mag a, from a Spiegel catalog a page uh, of bras. 
Just right. pictures of bras I covered do up like women's that. breasts. I like Victoria's Secret better than a Playboy. As a kid, I've had that folded <laughs> up and in my underwear drawer. Did you really? In an envelope taped to the roof of my <laughs> underwear. And when my parents left the house and I knew they were at least a mile away, I would pull that out and look at it and... Uh, and well, I'm not going to go so into detail intricate. after yeah, that. That's fantastic. But I found myself as a man, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> this is none of my business. I walked in on myself. <laughs> There's a mirror, a full length mirror. Oh, God. But yours was Victoria's Secret? I always, well, I always, to this day, I like a little bit of, little bit to be desired. You know, uh, oh, yeah. a little, little hidden? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, lingerie and, and. That's wholesome. I've seen some things on Tumblr that I'll never be able to unsee. <laughs> because it all gets mixed together. Like you're following someone's Tumblr because you're like, oh look, they like stripes, or right. they, you know, they like whatever. And then suddenly some insane porn gif comes up where you're like, oh god, is that yeah. a child? Like it's so upsetting. Why yeah. is that lady having sex with a dragon? <laughs> yeah, because oh, that's computer animated. Some of it. I uh, yeah. Just as upsetting. I, What's her name? Was hot Jessica from Roger Rabbit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh, yeah. you used to uh, be of a bit of a tune, p- tune pun man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, oh, oh it's tang. all clear now. Yeah, yeah. animated tang is just where it's at. Color me not surprised. <laughs> animated tang. I like the like, the idea that you said, you said that like you know who I was into like she wasn't specifically drawn to be the hottest thing on the planet. <laughs> you like, know, right. this just is gonna surprise everybody. Sucker, it's my yeah. little niche. Um, I really have a crush on Scarlett Johansson. Turns <laughs> out so I, I like cartoonish tits and ass <laughs> and little to nothing to say. Smurfette was cute, too, because her voice was kind of worn out. <laughs> you know, I like that, like she that would, Bonnie yeah. Tyler thing. Yeah, yeah, she was haggard. Yeah. She was a haggard Smurf. Oh, God, imagine just getting knocked around, though, by all just a village of dudes. 99 <laughs> other Smurfs. That's where her voice Papa is so Smurf, I always say my name's Brainy. Oh, <laughs> shut up. And then they kick him, and then yeah. she just, and then there's they a kick. Well, that's a whole communist thing, because Brainy was, nobody liked him because he was the intellectual. And, you know, they were all, like, Handy Smurf was seen as the hero. Oh, wow. And it's a whole villain. And they all look the same. Papa Smurf has the only colored hat. Wow. Did you just make this up? No, I've, I I studied it for a while. I mean, not studied it, but just kind of observed. And after you got out of football? People. Right, right. After, after I moved Oh, on. you t- at Carroll College took Smurfology? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, I tried to watch the Smurf movie on Blu-ray, and I couldn't see a thing, you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, guys. It's, uh, it's a, it's see, a he great... just says that stuff. Yeah, Aaron. he just has it in his back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you need to have these guys. These um, things. I think that it's obvious that I'm kind of lost, but I do think that if I turn left here, we will be headed to the Monty. I don't. I think we're below that now. Oh, we are we? Get back up to seven. Oh, yeah. okay. And my apologies. No. LA is so spread out. It's like three different cities. It's just amazing. It's... Um, we are go- we're headed to do a. Uh, Drunken Tales show. Yeah. Yes. Do you, are you uh, going to do stand-up, Patrick? Or are you going to? Uh, I might open with some stand-up, but I do want to stay on theme. Oh, that's what I was going to do. But <laughs> but I have got a story, and I like stories read and not performed so much. Oh, you wrote oh. something out? Yeah, I have something oh, that I'll good read. For you. No, I love. Uh, you have you been to the show yet, Karen? No. I've been to a show at that bar, but not this one. Watching uh, Mike do, and he does oh, that. He writes it out. He's a great writer. And the way he delivers it, and he's just reading it, uh, it's 
it's interesting to see that compared to his stand-up or compared to anyone doing stand-up. So I'm excited to watch you do that. I oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it is fun to see someone in a different light. And uh, No, good. don't worry. He doesn't provide a light. It's just dimly, I don't <laughs> know, maybe he got a spotlight. Dark. There's me razzing him a little oh. bit. <laughs> That's now, a full moon. Are you going to be wearing readers down near the end of your nose? I, yes, while you... they will be, yeah, they will be down there. <laughs> okay. Down there, but I'll be not looking through them. Obviously, that down the other. No, no, out, out over the top. Yeah, out over the top. Aesthetic so, readers. Great. It's so it's that great starting. Ooh, great. cool! That biker was doing that thing where he's not going forward or backwards and not tipping over. Get out of here! Uh oh. I know. Here we go again. Fantastic artist, by the way, Chris. I've seen some of your stuff. Isn't oh, he good? Oh, it's so great. Oh, it's thanks, such a you creative, guys. You know. Thanks, thanks, you guys. <laughs> guys, guys, thanks. My brakes are uh, wearing out. Is everyone noticing that? I think it's metal on metal at oh. this point. Yeah. I mean, do people think we're insane when they look into the car and they see three microphones? Always. <laughs> so well, awesome. speaking of bikes, one t- what did what happened? Some guy tried to knock off Karen's. Uh, oh, we yelled window. stuff out the window at I him. I guess I did. I but did. it was it was for fun because yeah. he was. We get it. He was, yeah, it was just a joke of, sure. like, you've got a, a fixed gear bicycle, you're so cool. But this man was actually a totally insane. Yeah. And we only realized that after we started yelling at him, and he looped back around oh. and then st- swung his bike lock and, and tried to hit the Almost car got hit it. by cars in traffic. Like, he almost. So he was r- willing to do that off words. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Silly yeah. words. Not even threading. We threading. saw that. And then we saw, after we calmed down, we saw a horrible fist fight at a bus stop and some guy got knocked out it that was a like here i am again talking about past episodes that must <laughs> right. be insulting no, well, no you know i what? love it those I... were our two most upsetting but maybe we can get a new one tonight yeah, all i'm saying patrick is come on we could use another <laughs> podcast fight <laughs> mix it up roll down the window we can do it we can uh, do karen it. say one of your racist things <laughs> Goddamn Filipinos. Uh, yeah, right. just the, the you, pr- correct pronunciation of where you're from and uh, or your Laotian. I'm sorry, I'm insensitive. The, Damn that. It's was. funny, the Asian community is one. This comedian Robert Tran has a great joke where he, he talks about Asians are the one race people are racist towards in front of them. And they don't even mind. Like, they don't mind being racist to Asians right in front of their face. Like, yeah. every other race, it's like, oh, sure, here comes... Like, but with Asians, he said, it's like, we're the one race we get made fun of in front of us. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah, true. Yeah, it is kind of lame, huh? Yeah, I think hopefully we're changing. I don't know, as we drive through Koreatown. Maybe it's uh, since, I mean, yes, let's, I think we should all be more. I'm going to make an effort to not, uh, and I'm not known to make Asian uh, race material. Am I, Karen? What have you heard? That's how I got to know you Damn before it. we You're met. You're right. We went to that racist <laughs> joke teller. Anonymous, <laughs> Where is that? Is that in Orange County? Yeah, it's in Idaho. Yeah. Oh, Idaho, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hayden Lake area. Yeah. Oh, they do a lot of interesting things. I lived uh, over there for a few years. I lived in Japan for two years and Korea for one. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. And oh, I yeah, that. I forgot you were a Marine. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, no, in college it was an exchange program. When I finished football, I signed on to go to Japan for an exchange program. And I stayed for two years because nobody else from Montana knew where Japan was or wanted to go. Ooh, hey, easy now. I was That's from there. That's racist against Montana. I'm from, I, I am, uh, I'm pure, oh, wait, I was born here. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it was great. I, I was there two years and learned a little of the language. But you end up teaching part-time, well, making great money, Patrick, and having a great time. I think it would be ridiculous of us to not request a little bit of Japanese from you. Yes, please. Oh, of Nihongo? Nihongo kikitai desu ka? 
Um, no, no, actually, I don't. I, it's a wristwatch. <laughs> Did I do it right? Perfect. Okay, thank you. Jaws of this, Kuri Chan. Would it? Chin me bang bang. I don't know. Uh, I, no, it's a, it's a tough language, obviously. I mean, coming off. Like, so I, I, since I don't know it, I can't just riff it. I think you could. You <laughs> I could. don't know. I don't you know, know. Just that throw I some phrases together. <laughs> but, uh, Wait, was that Mandarin? That was uh, Japanese. Oh, that was Japanese. So that was different than Mandarin or Cantonese, Chinese. Those but it's Chinese. the same writing. Like, it's the same kanji. Characters? Kanji, yeah. Thank kanji, you. Yeah. I, I oh. came in with, yeah, well, you know. Okay. I've, uh, Daddy's been around the block a few <laughs> times. And so, uh, actually, I learned what kanji is right, it's good, right in front you. of my house. It's tough for Western women to go to Japan. Uh, for a Western man, it's great. The women are into you, but but a lot of uh, Western women that go there, European, American, Australian, it's a little tougher because um, we're too huge. That, that's what it's like. It's hard. You, you get a complex about shopping for clothes. It's like, oh my god, nothing fits, and it's like, well, these people are very small with no body fat. Don't take it as a complex, but it's hard when you're the only one. Oh, I can go over there because I have that already. Oh, you do. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's no, fine. You'll love it. And, I'll go uh, in my caftans. Absolutely. Would I feel comfortable? And this isn't a joke because I already said I wasn't going to make those kind of jokes. But would I feel comfortable buying a pair of uh, underwear there? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I, uh, the boxers are tiny. Oh. They're man. tiny. I bought a couple pair, and uh, that wasn't a. Sorry. I'm just—it was a joke about me having a big giant hog. Yeah, but you said it wasn't. I mean, you really Uh, stated that it wasn't. But that's me. I'm the one that has to live with this big dick. (laughs) Okay? Do you think it's easy? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How do I jump rope? Is that what you were going to ask next? (laughs) I don't. I don't skip rope, Patrick. And you never learned to read. I never learned to read or write. Oh, tell me about the rabbits again, George. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh no, I did learn to read or write. It's funny because now that uh, "Don't dip your pen in the company ink" joke really seems funny to me. <laughs> My dad always said, "Don't stick your dick in the cash register." Is that well? That's is that literal or figurative? No, he just said, "If you get a job as a cash <laughs> register operator, do not slam your dick in it." Go ahead and make love to someone at work, though. God, you know. Just, can I? He's I can a wise edit man. Out. I'm no, going to edit out certain. It is tough uh, to resist a cash register. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know I like money. They all look like Jessica Rabbit to you. <laughs> <laughs> I like money and the sound of bells. Let's get it slamming. It's tough as a white woman in Asia because I don't like Asian men. I think are a little bit maybe feminine. Like there's not as much body hair, and so it's kind of tougher. For them, a lot of Western women don't find Asian men as attractive as Western men find Asian. Well, they aren't looking at their calves because Asian men have beautiful calf yes. muscles. Oh, yeah, and they only have to shave, you know, once a week or something. I know? like a Korean man. Do you? Okay. Because they have the beauty, the beautiful skin and hairlessness of a general Asian. Right. But then oftentimes <laughs> they're bigger and beefier, right? Yes. Yeah, because it's a hard peninsula. It's a hard country. Yeah. They're, they, they're, they can lift things and make a tent out of calf skin. Uh, they can lift things. Unlike their Chinese compatriots. It's a hard, bitter piece, the two Koreas, so they're tough. I've yes, never that's been right. with an Asian woman. Have well, you not? Do you remember when I tried to set us, set you up with a, it was a double date we would have gone on? I do remember that you know years that? ago. That was a long time ago. With yeah. two Asian girls? No, it was, one was a, uh, was black from France of all places. I didn't uh, say no because of. No, 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 you did not oh, say okay, no. You okay. said you were busy. 
Uh, and then her friend was Asian, but they were both models. It was crazy. Really? Yeah, but you couldn't. Why? You, what? Oh, you, you know, you were maybe out. I had a girlfriend. Or oh, you might have had a girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But you couldn't do it. And I remember thinking, I don't it. know another comic I can go to <laughs> because you were, like, you're a fun guy, you're good-looking, you're, um, you can work with both comics and civilians. I remember you bringing that up. Yeah. You said, hey, have you ever wanted to get a Pacific Rim job? Yes, did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. It's oh just God. a dumb joke that I thought. I think, Karen, is, don't quit doing is the, the podcast. Is the heater on? I don't know what you're <laughs> it's, doing. It's getting warmer or the topic is getting... <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just home. going crazy. You guys, I'm sorry. I, well, the heat was on because I was trying Your to defog the window. so much space. I'm sorry. I, it is the heat. Usually... Let's talk about something else. Well, I just like the idea. Where did you meet two models? Oh, uh, well, I met her at a club. It was funny because we were, uh, I was with uh, one of my friends who has money, and he had to leave, but he's just like, keep the keep the uh, booth. He's like, I'm out of here. Keep the booth. Here's some bottles of vodka. And it was, uh, and this girl comes up, and uh, she's like, oh, can I sit and have some drinks? And I was like, yeah, of course. We're not going to finish all this vodka, and we can't take it with us. And she, so she immediately assumes that I caused that night. Oh, you know, and, oh, I, and wow. I wanted to tell her right there. Look, I'm not this cool. You need to know. Oh, I wow. do not roll like this all the time. But right. somehow it just didn't come out. No, of your just, mouth? yeah, I just for held it in for a few because days because other topics came up. Right. Yeah. She you grabbed my phone, put her number in it right away. And oh, I was like, right. okay, this is. Gonna... I hate that when you want to be truthful with someone, but it's too late. It's They're too already late. putting their number into oh, your phone. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> and then we went on a couple of dates, and then she's like, "Oh, do you have it? I want to go out with my friend." And, like, you were basically it. And then after you, it was like, I'll go to some other civilians, I guess. But she wanted to hang out with a comic because we had such a good time. So she wanted her friend to hang God, out with a comic. if I had a time machine, Patrick, oh, that yeah. sounds like the funnest We wouldn't have come back. Time. Can you, I've <laughs> wanted, back from yeah. where? Where would we have gone? Why would Just, we not come We back? would have gone to the present, but right now it would have seemed like we were going back in time. Right. That's how time machines really work. We would have spent all our money. But uh, it was fun. Yeah. You know, but it's it's about more than just uh, what's on the outside. Um, which is why we do this inside the car. <laughs> Patrick, I remember uh, one of the nights uh, at the Big Sky Comedy Festival. You had, you had had some drinks, and as did I. You you have probably drinking stories prepared for uh, tonight, right? Yeah, you, they made us do uh, our set, and then they oh, made us already, do. We already uh, talked uh, about. Oh, that. did you? What I'm sorry, you already wrote. Right now, there is a, uh, a jackknife trailer in the road. I know <laughs> you can tell by the urgency in my voice. I wonder what he wants me to do. I, do I think too. he wants me to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. You're very nice. He oh. sees a car with three microphones. I. Are you guys scared of truckers? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. They see things from that perched uh, up position. Yeah, that's right. I thought you watched Duel, Karen. Yeah, that's why I'm not afraid. Oh, because... <laughs> As a child, I faced the fear. That was like a... Wasn't in that movie just... It was a magic semi-truck that didn't really have a driver? Or you never see him? You never you see never him. You never see him. Oh, that's... You a, see his boots, I think, or him walking. Yeah, it's just uh, kind that's of... a Spielberg joint. Yeah, it's like yeah. one of his first movies. God. What did he do after that? Jaws. Oh, that's right. And then... <laughs> From there, we never heard from him. From yeah, and yeah. then he just, yeah, faded into a. Did you yeah. see? Did, did you ever watch Martin, Jiminy Glick? <laughs> oh yes. Oh God. And the, the best. Spielberg interview is so. No, funny. I want to see it. Oh, oh I don't think I saw it. the Spielberg one. Oh, it's Jiminy Glick. It's Martin Short as a chubby. Sure, I know yeah, Jiminy okay. Glick. And he's interviewing Spielberg, and he's just like, "When are you going to make the big one?" <laughs> <laughs> 
I swear to God, the shit he did on that. He oh. said stuff, and you could tell he was riffing. Oh, yeah. Like, there's some where you're just like, you know this came to him. I don't think that I knew he was a genius until that. Yeah. yeah. I certain I enjoyed Inner Space. Yep. Uh, three Amigos. How could you not? And Three Amigos, yeah, but he was always just this guy that was in things that yeah. I had gotten used to, and then all of a sudden... He became my hero with that character. It's it just the because he captures ever. a chubby character, you know. And it's like, how do you know what a chubby perspective is? Yeah. And he captures like he's eating donut. He sneaks away to the craft service table during the interview, and he, the camera's on him, so it can see him like sliding down the couch, across the carpet, <laughs> over to the donut yeah, stand. Yeah, his. I think that it was the combination of him. Looking the way he did, but his physical comedy, it's just, it was just, I don't even know if that could be planned. That cop just ran a red light. Do, should we report they do it? That. They do that all the Citizens time. Citizens arrest, perhaps? Yeah, but there was a family. But there's a police station right here. So oh, yeah. we wouldn't have far to go if we always <laughs> just wrap it yeah, around. Yeah, he really wrap around there. Suit. He's just doing a joyride. <laughs> but, and then Michael McKean is his co-host in that. It's oh, brilliant. I, you, you wonder what those guys think of comedy now, like Steve Martins and those guys and... And uh, do you know, follow Michael McKean on Twitter? Yes, he's so great. good. He's so great. I it's think so I would like to think that because uh, it seems like Martin Short is pretty hip. I bet there's stand-ups that are new that he's listening to. That he would to, like. Right? Okay. I, I mean, well, he's, he's on Mulaney's show. That's true. Oh, yeah. That'll, that'll so. lend it so much. That's so great that they have a legend. Or t- who's the other legend they have on that? They have two. Com- oh, is it Arkin? No, no, Ellie Gould. Ellie, Ellie yeah, Gould. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wow. right. Yeah, so that's huge. And fun. I bet it's fun for those guys. When yeah. They set up. Oh my Even God. the Sullivan Son and Show has that Brian Doyle Murray on it. Yeah. Which would be fun to have a legend like that. Yeah. He's he's been in so many things. Yeah. He Should was I take Jack a Ruby. Right or left here? Well, I think seventh is below this. Oh, okay. God, what is wrong with me? Well, we've just been. It's hard because we've been going in circles. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's uh, Patrick. I'm not very good at driving no. and talking and and. Well, you're a male, and, and we can't. We can't. Uh, That's true. We've talked called? about that. Multitask. Multitask. Yeah. See, I can. I mean, you had it. one job there, and you fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. That's why women are such good. I think uh, improv sketch and casting directors because they have sensibility. They take it in. Right. And males uh, tend to do more of the stand-up. Just stand get up distracted one, yeah. and start to fall asleep or just look down at their crotch. Right. Dig a hole. <laughs> push that sled. Hey, yeah. I'm no man-hater. I'm push not going to go sled. down that road. Just push that sled. Yeah. Like yeah. Santa Claus? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why uh, a woman would sleigh. need a man to push a sleigh or a sled. <laughs> I just need to find a man to get me a sleigh. That's all I'm looking I for. I just need a man who appreciates Christmas like me. <laughs> <laughs> was there were there huskies in the movie Cliffhanger? Did they ever have to like mush mush or not really? No, there were mountains. Not I that I remember. Are you talking about uh, Stallone's Cliffhanger? Yes. Never. Sylvester, not Frank. Oh, have you, you not? should see Never it. Oh, it's great. It. The opening scene alone. Oh, they well, won an Academy Award for cinematography. Well, now I know why they call it. But you guys just talking about it, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's should really we great. go to the Monty and do the show that yeah, starts in should. two minutes? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to find a parking place in this bullet target of a neighborhood and I found no that's shit no is yeah. it is it I don't know yes Someone, it is it is and it I'm is. gonna fucking get it get it get it like get it, it that's way that's how you know it girl take a left <laughs> <laughs> keep your fingers on the home keys that's right G H Z and L okay I never took typewriting because they didn't call it that I think they called it keyboarding but then it uh, got replaced by the popularity of kneeboarding 
<laughs> okay, um, I was extra controlling and riffy during this episode. Uh, I know we all had fun, but... Uh, Thanks for having me. No, guys. no apologies. Patrick See how Keen. much fun he is to be. He's in great. I'm sorry. I love I, you guys. No, Patrick Keen, everybody. Patrick Keen. We need to. Um, I feel like we should go on a road trip, Patrick Keen. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. On this, in this podcast. Game on. Um, the first thing that comes to mind, which I regret thinking of, is Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go somewhere nope. that would really. I, I we would established not, I at the beginning of this. Like... It's the first idea we come up with. Oh shit! Burning Man, it is. <laughs> Burning Man. Okay. Okay. Can we make that plan? Yeah. What time of year is that? April. Oh, uh, you have some it, gigs. Does it rotate? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I think it's summertime. One of the stage rotates. <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride with Patrick Keen. Patrick, do you, uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I think just the Twitter, at yes. Twitter, or at, just look Twitter at Patrick Keen, at Citizen Keen. Oh, Citizen, Citizen Keen. Keen. Yeah, it's kind I of I recently cute. retweeted your, oh, your yeah. tweet, uh, remember some, when comedy was, was funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, nothing's funny anymore, but sometimes it feels. Someone, someone has to be that guy. Yeah, just to mention it every once in a while. I like to remind people with my comedy that that's the case. Yes, that's how I do it. <laughs> no, we're all funny, and we're all going to have a show right now. And um, and up next, you'll hear a little bit of the comedy of Patrick Keene. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. A-R. Everybody give it up for Patrick Keene. <laughs> Hey guys. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, so in my in the uh, in the early years of my life. Uh, that's it. Uh, I have, uh, I have, uh, some of you guys aren't laughing. Uh, it's not easy, you know? Cool. You guys are cool with that. Okay. Um, oh, hey, guys. Um, sorry. I, uh... Hey, guys. Um, I'm clearly disturbed. Uh... There's, uh, that's it. <laughs> Give it up for Patrick one more time. So, uh, Hell yeah. And the, uh, that's it.